all you pool peeps. It's another episode of Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spent the day at the pool with your besties. It's Melanie, your favorite lifeguard. The reason why I'm introducing this episode is I couldn't be in the recording of this episode because something called work got in the way. So I'm here introducing the queen, the woman, the myth, the legend, one of Megan's leaders from minivans, Dana Cairo. They talk about the usual, the cannonballs, the deep end, all that stuff, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Dana, to Thoughts from Pool Therapy. Thank you, Megan. I'm so happy to be here. It's just an honor. I am thrilled to have the queen, Dana Cairo herself. I feel like I should play the uh, Queen's like marching music that I always play or sing when you come into a room. Your version is better. Okay, good. And it won't be copyrighted, hopefully, or trademarked exactly. or anything. Yes, well, not sponsored by the Queen. <laughs> I call the actual I, Queen. I and several other people that I used to work with with you, Dana, call you the Queen because you are just you are a Queen. You are a royalty. You are someone I, I I very much respect, much like royalty, and love working with. So that's why we refer you to you as the queen. Um, and I you. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. You're the guest. It's the truth. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met you, Dana. Uh, it was two years ago, over two years ago, through the wonderful minivan service. Um, and I remember when you first got to the cow, our break room, we called it the cow, Yeah. Uh, yeah. for those listening, <laughs> um, the Cave of Wonders. Um, mm-hmm. I remember you being there and I thought you were a brand new like driver, not my manager. I wish. And <laughs> not that I like ever, I don't think, do anything bad for like a bad first impression, but it's weird when you don't know that your manager's coming into new location and training because you're wearing the mm-hmm. same costume as us. You are with a trainer and sometimes managers don't readily introduce themselves or like make themselves known as your, your leader or anything. Um, but I remember meeting you when you were with Patty, I believe, Patty Jackson, who's your trainer. Yeah. Um, or you were with her getting trained or something. Yeah, I thought she was my buddy. Yeah. yeah. Training buddy. Um, and I just remember like, I'm, I'm going to brag on you for a minute. So don't get uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> she's already shaking her head. <laughs> she's blushing. <laughs> um but I, you're just such a radiant spirit when you're in a room you just glow like the sun um and you are you just draw you bring such positive energy to everything no matter what it could be like the saddest of situations and you being there it's just always so upbeat positive optimistic and I'm very grateful for that especially in some of the situations that we had to deal with or encounter or some of the guests that we had to help um so your spirit and your energy is always very much appreciated. And I loved, I mean, obviously I love you. I love our friendship and I loved having you as my leader uh, when I worked at Disney. And I'm just so thankful that I have you as someone that I can rely on. It's kind of a mentor too for my career and also just my personal life. So I had to brag on you for a minute, get it out of the way now. And <laughs> as she looks like she's gonna cry. I am uncomfy in the, uh, the best way. <laughs> As the kids say. Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm like comfy. Yes. yes, but thank you. I yes. adore you. And I'm just, just thankful that we're still connected. Yes, always through, yes. The, yes. through the dots. Um, but Dana's also an avid pool peep. So Dana knows the drill. She's probably got some answers to some of these questions that she knows I'm going to throw at her. Um, so I'm excited to get into it and hear what you have to say. I'm ready. Some of the stuff I have never talked to you about before or talked yeah. with you. So I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are. And you are also the first mother that I've had on the podcast uh, oh. besides my own mom and my friend, Katie, she is pregnant. So she's going to be a mom. Yes. Uh, so I think you might have some different perspective on some of the stuff that we talk about, which I'm excited okay. to hear. So cool. we're going to start off easy though, in the shallow end, we're still All right. standing, sipping on our beverage at the end of the pool. Love um, that. So what are your top three favorite things of the week right now? These could be pop culture, food, TV show, thing you saw on the internet, TikTok, 
could be anything. Um, so I definitely thought a lot about this as I was preparing <laughs> for my, my time. It might be the hardest tonight. question that I ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so I'm definitely still a big fan of TikTok. Um, as a lot of us became, I think over the past few months. Yes. So that's definitely still one of my faves. Um, and I'm loving and you, the, oh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> you make TikToks. Sorry to interrupt you. I but. do. They're not, they're not great, but I love it. Um, and I just love like the people I've met through there and yeah. I love um, just the, the comedy because it's nice to see like just real humans being hilarious and just being themselves. Yes. So that makes me happy. Um, and I love some of the dumbest videos. stuff on there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some, some, like, it's some of the most relatable stuff too. Like I've thought some of these things, but then someone puts it on the internet. I'm like, I thought I was the only one that ever thought about this or did this. So I'm yes. glad to have some validation. Yes. I love the horoscope TikToks. And I know that you and I have sent some back and forth to each <laughs> other and it makes me so happy. Um, yes. So definitely love TikTok. Um, number two would probably be um, the masked singer right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Loving yes. it. Um, yes. It's always just like such a like terribly entertaining show to, <laughs> it's to watch bad, but it's pretty terrible um, it's so it's good great. though <laughs> yeah you can just take your mind off of whatever and just figure out like who's the popcorn this week I don't right know. Oh. <laughs> we need to catch up Mel- melanie i have only yeah. watched the uh first episode of this oh. season so we're not even close to caught up yet yeah, it's been a little tough to get into it this season, but it's still it's still happy and entertaining. Good. Um, and then third would probably be um, something that you're definitely not sponsored by, but Winky Lux. Excuse <laughs> um, what did you call me? Winky. I know. <laughs> it's been so long since I've heard that. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Yes. Um, they have this like um, eyebrow pencil that's it's called Unibrow, and it's good for any color of hair <laughs> like what? it's just like universal eyebrow filler and I love it because I can never find like the perfect shade and it makes me so happy <laughs> it's called winky looks it's it's a brand it's like a it's at target I don't know if it's a target brand got um, it but the brand is Winky Lux and the eyebrow pencil is called Unibrow. <laughs> this sounds like witchcraft it's it like does. the sisterhood of the traveling pants for eyebrows it's magic. I don't know how they do it, but wow. it's great. Yes. And see, yeah. the eyebrows, I used to say that my two go-to things for makeup if I was leaving the house were mascara and eyebrows. Yeah. Because for the longest time when I was doing makeup, I didn't know that my eyebrows needed attention. I didn't know Dang. that they needed to be filled in. I so look back and I'm just uh, horrified. <laughs> there's pictures of me and literally you can't tell what kind of expression I'm making because there's no eyebrows visible <laughs> at all. <laughs> So then it makes you realize the importance of eyebrows, but it's the one, like the one thing that if the color's not even like just even slightly off, Mm -hmm. no go. doesn't look, it doesn't look good. No, (laughs) no, it's so tough. So just so happy and in love with my eyebrow pencil now. That is great. You have to find the little joys right now and eyebrow pencils can count as that. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. Um, Yeah, thank you. Uh, my top three favorite things include my new job. Okay, um, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's bittersweet, obviously. Uh, I yeah. didn't want to leave Disney. I wasn't, as, as my pool peeps know, um, it's been a saga <laughs> the last 10-ish months, so I won't yeah. go into it fully, but uh, definitely a bittersweet thing uh, because I am very sad to have lost my Disney job, um, but I'm very happy and um, excited to get back into some higher ed, uh, the higher ed realm, which is where I originally wanted to go after college. I don't know if I've yeah, talked yeah. to you about this, Dana, before or how many people have listened. Um, but my original trajectory that I thought I had for myself was going into higher ed for student affairs after college. I wanted to be a director of fraternity and sorority life at a university or college. Um, I did some interviews around. Um, got a couple offers that, but nothing felt right. I didn't, mm-hmm. it just didn't give me good vibes. No good juju happening. Yeah. And I wasn't excited about any of it. So I was like, well, what's the point then? Yeah. Uh, and it was in the middle of an interview for grad school that I got my acceptance to the college program for Disney. So I was like, well, pff, 
if that ain't the universe speaking to me, then I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes. Um, so obviously that led to seven years here in Florida. And I put that higher ed dream. I didn't, I didn't even put it on the back burner. I just kind of threw it in the garbage, but not in yeah, a bad yeah. way. Just like, well, I don't need this anymore. So I'm not going right. to hold on to it. Um, and then I apparently didn't throw it in the trash. I put it in the closet and now I'm digging it back out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right. I'm very excited to kind of dip my toes. I, I said the other day, I realized that I lived a dream of working at Disney. That was one of my goals that I had okay. talked about through middle school and high school and college. And now I get to live this other dream and try it out and see how it goes. So I can't be yeah. mad at that. Um, no. So that's my top favorite thing of the week. The second one, you're going to, I already know you're going to hate me saying this. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was a hide. <laughs> uh, my severance pay was great. <laughs> Dana just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> I just, I'm so happy you got it, but I hate that you got it. <laughs> I know it's bittersweet. The whole thing is bittersweet. Um, but that was kind of a joke. Quite, that was kind of a joke one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then my third favorite thing is the 25 days of Christmas movie marathon my parents and I are doing. Yeah. Uh, my family and I are doing anyway. Um, it's this list that I have on Instagram that I got from a YouTuber that I follow. Her name's Amy. Mm-hmm. And she created this list of 25 days of movies. And it, some of it's like shows and stuff, but you watch an hour and a half or two hours worth of them. And right you're like movie um so we've watched elf we've watched christmas vacation the santa claus the holiday which people don't remember that movie like they don't count that as a christmas movie that's sad <laughs> totally a christmas movie yes top five yes of mine, 100 Same. Um, so yeah that's my other favorite thing of the week it's the 25 days of Christmas marathon that we're I love doing. That. I've loved keeping up with your posts of that because it's reminded me of movies that I like haven't watched yet. And I usually do watch, but I just haven't gotten to yet. And so here and there, I'll just send you like a smiley face, but it just makes me happy to see. Yeah. And you're not the first person to say that. Some of several other people have said, you know what? I forgot that that movie even existed or was about yeah. Christmas. Um, and my mom and I were talking about it and it's really nice to have a schedule just pre-planned mm-hmm. for you so you can be like oh today's December 8th I'm gonna watch the Santa Claus 2 or whatever yeah. it is so it's it's nice to have your evening planned for you so you don't have to yeah. scroll through all the streaming channels you have exactly right over what to watch so mm-hmm. it's, really it's nice. already made exactly. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, lazy man's version of uh planning your evening yeah uh, smart love it I love all your favorite things uh now Thank we're going you. to talk about one of my favorite topics, um, oh. your zodiac sign. Yes. Uh, so I want to hear, or I want—I already know what sign you are, because uh, we've talked about this briefly. Uh, yeah. But if you could tell, regale the pool peeps with your sign, and if you, what you know about it, uh, mm-hmm. if you relate to it, just give us your, the rundown. So I'm a cancer for sure. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Second cancer um, on I, board, baby. Yes. I have always related so, so heavily to the sign. Um, and I like in my younger years knew a little bit about it, but I feel like ever since um I met you <laughs> in <laughs> we had our little conversations here and there in the office. I would start to look more and more into it because you were talking about like you're you're rising and this and that and I had no idea what you're yeah. talking about but it really interested me because I really think there's a lot of truth to it mm. honestly um, I do know that we are looked at as like the like comforters um, mm. the people who have like a lot of empathy you just are an empath basically a sponge for feelings Um, (laughs) um, but I also do think that I feel like the crab is a great representation of it because if you leave them alone you know they're fine but if you make them angry like I am not gonna let it go and (laughs) it's gonna stick with me forever and I probably will bite just like snap snap a lot you know yeah but it takes a lot to get me there Mm -hmm. so I think um I think I'm pretty much exactly what it says I am all the time (laughs) 
Yes, I. your birthday is July 30th? June 29th. June 29th. Very close. Yes, yes. I, Cooper's is July 31st. That's it the, is, or yes. 30, yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, June 29th. Yeah. Um, so you're like right smack dab in the middle of cancer, not even mm-hmm. at the end. So you are through and through 100% cancer. Like <laughs> there's no question yeah. about it. No. Um, and I, I, with my experience, you being my leader and also being your friend now, um, you are it 100% cancer, like proven by our friendship and the way you interact with <laughs> uh, people, but you are yeah. very loving. You are always trying to do stuff for other people, sometimes to your own fault, uh, not in a bad way, but that. No, um, I hear you. <laughs> um, definitely okay. a caretaker for sure. Um, yeah. Which I also said about my friend, Katie Berry, who is also a cancer. Um, yeah. She has always been very maternal, very uh, loving, giving, caring, always going out of her, out of her way to do things for other people, sometimes to her own fault. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think you are definitely an empath. You definitely soak up the energy that's around you. Um, Melanie is also the same way. If she was here, she would explain it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Melanie, uh, she's also empath. So whatever energy is around her, it may not even be vocalized. It could just be a feeling. She will soak that in. And sometimes she doesn't know where to put it. So sometimes she internalizes it and it sits with her. So she doesn't know how to box it up and say, okay, well, this isn't mine. I need to put that away. Yeah. Which is hard. I mean, being self-aware and recognizing your own emotions versus the other emotions in the room is definitely a skill that has to be honed and kind of crafted almost. Uh, So do you feel like you've done some work on that or where do you think you're at with that? I feel like I've tried to at least filter it a little bit because quite often I find myself like I ask a lot of times are you okay like throughout the day because I I feel like I do catch on to something even if it's just a small little like blip of uh sadness I'm like oh god no are you yeah. okay <laughs> the equilibrium's off where is this? it where is Feeling it the energy <laughs> and yeah. so I think I've tried to adjust how I approach that um because I still want to like be there for whatever is happening and help that person Mm -hmm. um but I think sometimes uh in my past I dove a little too deep to keep the theme running so I think (laughs) we love a good pun (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) of course of course um so yeah working on it still not great but it's it's hard I mean Mm -hmm. energy is a is a a weird thing like it's it's hard to it's hard to control your own sometimes when you're when sometimes it's subconscious, I know that sometimes I might even not even be able to like name why I'm feeling a certain way or, or, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, well, today's a wash. We'll try tomorrow. (laughs) And you might not even recognize it yet. Like you might not even be fully aware of it. Um, so it's just interesting how energy can, people can recognize it and it can really just throw off anything. It can throw off your day or rhythm that you're having or Mm -hmm. anything like that um but I actually looked up our work compatibility as Mm -hmm. obviously everyone knows I'm a Virgo Virgo. oh yes um (laughs) so I looked up Virgos and Cancers working together and I found Mm -hmm. some interesting stuff that I wanted to share that I thought was pretty spot on okay Um, Virgo and Cancer work compatibility you meaning me as a Virgo appreciate Cancer's thoughtful attitude toward work while this side while Virgo's admire attention to detail. Uh, when you're tired and cranky, this colleague brings you a hot cup of tea, hot cup of tea and a bran muffin. When the crab's upset by a rude customer, you leap to your coworker's defense. I mean, it's almost like they saw these things literally happen. <laughs> you literally brought me a cupcake one night. <laughs> I was thinking of like how many times I've actually brought people a cup of tea. Like it's yes. like, actually... <laughs> a real real yes. thing that's so crazy. and I'm the first one if someone's talking not even like the littlest tiny piece of negativity about you I'm like I'm just, I'm a- <laughs> you better stop you better stop right there this ain't the my one. hero this ain't the one <laughs> so I thought that was pretty You're good the best. Thanks, I always Kat. felt like I 
whenever I knew you were going to be there, at least, even if it was just for 30 minutes of my shift, I was like, all right, well, at least 30 minutes of my day is cool. <laughs> Same here. Okay. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> the, the rest of the seven and a half hours, meh, we'll see. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's how so. I felt. If I knew if I walked into the office and you were in there, I'd be like, wow, I feel cool. I'm like with the cool kid for at least five <laughs> seconds. So <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. Thanks for helping me feel cool for five oh. seconds. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I, I don't consider myself cool at all. I, I always say that I'm a dork and huge nerd. Uh, well, but you are. It's all relative. Um, <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Love that. I love talking astrology. So anytime you yeah. want to chat about that. Oh, yeah. um, so now we're going to kind of tread out to the deeper end of the podcast. Okay. So we're going to talk about the theme of the podcast, uh, why it came to be, why we're here. Um, yeah. And I, I don't think I've talked to you about this specifically. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we've kind of talked around it maybe, um, but I would love for you to share whatever you're comfortable with, obviously, um, your experience with any kind of therapy. It could be real therapy. Uh, by real, I mean seeing a therapist yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. or counselor. That could be it. Um, if you've thought about it or whatever your version of therapy is, I would love for you to share with the pool peeps and with me and uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah. Um... So I've had like a few bits or versions of therapy across my like lifetime. That makes me sound really old, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I, so I have done like real therapy, like more so counseling, I guess, before, Mm -hmm. um, after having like a really, really rough experience with a a manager of sorts. So just trying to like work through anxiety at work and depression and things like that. Um, They were super helpful in kind of giving you the tools to work through those things. Um, Right. So I really appreciated that. Um, But I didn't really continue it because I felt like I got what I needed out of it and and went from there. Um, Art has always been a really big therapy for me, Um, painting and and just kind of making different crafts, things like that. Um, So I did a lot of that over the like stay at home orders. (laughs) Um, Mm. Oh, and meditation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Robert um, talked about it a little bit, but um, and I've done it in yoga here and there, Mm -hmm. but um, I could never get my brain to turn off is what I was trying to say, because you try so hard to get yourself in a place where like you're not thinking about 10 other things and it's just always felt so impossible and then your Um, brain's like well I should be thinking about all these 10 things and then it gets stressed out and you're thinking about those things again and it's a whole thing it's a whole thing yes it's like you need meditation after meditation exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh yes I understand that completely yeah so what I found was that it it is helpful to me to at least sit there and listen to the sound or whatever it was that we were using in meditation Mm -hmm. with the group. Um, And even if I was not able to turn my brain off, if I could at least get myself to focus on my breathing, that was a big help. So I feel like I've calmed down a little bit when I can at least take a second to breathe. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the relax sessions that we did with, with Ray. Um, Yeah because I, I liked that he had guided meditations. Um, yeah. uh, the voices were very soothing. Um, mm-hmm. And I like some of the scenarios, the visual- visualizations. Um, I need to have something to visualize. I can't just sit there and listen to the sounds and be like, ah, goose fraba. Yes. I have to have something to think about. So me climbing a staircase, yeah. um, me focusing on my chakras, like mm-hmm. the zones and stuff, that helps me when I'm in those kind of meditations I also right. like the spirituality aspect of it um mm-hmm. I I'm a spiritual person I wouldn't ne- I that's how I kind of I don't really talk about my beliefs or anything yeah. that often but I not like I'm against it but right uh, I wouldn't say that I'm religious but I'm definitely spiritual mm-hmm. um and that has definitely been something that I've relied on that I don't really think I've talked to anybody about actually during this yeah. um but I've 
when I was really kind of going through it, as the kids say, um, mm-hmm. I started praying every night before I would go to bed just for a sense of calm. I yeah. just wanted to be peace at peace for even just six hours to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I found that that was something that I started to look forward to at the end of the night, just to feel like I was talking to someone. Yeah. Um, in my case, it was God. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that I still do, um, even though I'm not going through it, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's something that I, I, I don't know why I never did it before, but it became a, a practice of mine for my unwind routine, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And I know that you go to church. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to, if you wanted to share kind of if that has helped you through this weird thing or even through your life or, or what your kind of practices. Yeah. So I think like my, my experience with that is, uh, kind of all over the place. I grew up Catholic and, um, mm. <laughs> always, we always went to, to school to, um, like Bible school or I, I, like Sunday school as we would call it. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up, um, but I always found myself like questioning everything. Like, how do you know that this is real? Right. Yeah, of (laughs) Um, course. Yeah. So I would look into other religions and like, even in college, I went to a Catholic college or Catholic university. So we talked a lot about all religions and Mm. I found that I found different things from each that just really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And I think even if you are, not like a super believer in God. I think talking about like your intentions and just like putting your thoughts out there and manifesting them as best as you can Mm -hmm. makes a big difference when you're going through a lot. And I think every time that I've felt like the world is just kind of really crashing a bit for me, I always seem to return to that as well. And just kind of unwinding as you said at the end of the night or even at the beginning of the day and just Mm -hmm. setting your intention to be as positive as you can whether or not that actually happens for you right (laughs) but trying and and just putting it out there really really makes a difference I think um I think everybody approaches it a different way but I think I have always oddly found myself returning to that you know a little bit yeah of course and for someone that is so positive all the time, like you, or seemingly outwardly positive, um, when you're with others and with at work or whatever you're doing, um, is it exhausting? Is it, it, does it weigh on? Like, I don't mean that in a mean way or, or bad way. Um, but because we kind of talked about how you're an empath and you, you soak up the energy and the feelings around you. Um, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you move that weight off? How do you, you know, at work people would always try to go to you for stuff and they were always like where's Dana where's Dana and then if you weren't available they were like well never mind I'm like well there's there's other people that can help you that are your leaders I get it I get it I mean if you had a choice of Dana obviously but um so how I guess what I'm asking is is how do you unwind from that or how do you because it it has to be exhausting is what I'm guessing to yeah feel like it is are helping people all the time like that. And obviously helping people is great, but do you get what I'm getting at? Am I making sense? <laughs> oh, you know, I definitely do. And, okay. Um, I think if you ask Trevor, he definitely understands because- <laughs> Get my, him on the horn. Right. My <laughs> husband does not, I don't think quite understand why I'm all, I just always like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and it's not me complaining, but it's just like, it's not even a physical exhaustion. It's just like a mental exhaustion. Yes. And, I just feel like I just want to fix everything all the time and make people feel better and make things better for them. Um, and when you can't see that happening um, as if as you'd want to, it, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you just want to see things go well for everyone. So then taking it on is a lot. And I have tried to get better about not bottling it up. Um, mm. So I try to talk about it as much as I can with other people um, and just talk through like the situations so that I'm not internalizing, but it's, it's a big weight um, just like at least soaking in the emotion of it all, you know? Yeah. 
So and I don't have an answer to that. So. It, well, and it, it probably evolves over time. Um, and as you go through different experiences, you might learn better techniques or you might have yeah. to hit a rock bottom point where you're like, I can't do this anymore and have to figure yeah. out another method of taking care of yourself. So it's, it's all, there's never going to be one right solution. There's just going to be yeah. multiple good techniques or solutions, I guess. Exactly. Um, but I'm definitely into the manifestation thing. You and I share the affinity for post-its and motivational stickers and posters. Oh, yes. Um, so I have post-its on my mirror in my bathroom that I put up when I was um, in the middle of my um, anxious, really, really anxious time. I don't really know what to call it. I was trying to give it like a funny name to take the power back from it. Like be like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I haven't come up with anything yet. Um, mm-hmm. But I put up some uh, post-it notes in there because I use the restroom every day. You know, okay. everyone does. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I put them in there since I would see, I know that I would see them. And okay. they, they, they say things like abundance, gratitude, my health, my family. Um, mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. Just things like that to remember, even on your worst days, you still have these things. Yes. Um, so even if everything else, like you said, is crashing down, remember what you have yeah. and be grateful for it. And, um, not to say that everything still doesn't suck around going on around yeah. you, but just to remind you that there is still pockets of good. Exactly. Yes. So yes, that's great. Yeah. Have you seen um, Nabella on TikTok and she has her pockets of peace videos? Yes. And they're oh so God. aesthetically pleasing. Number one. <laughs> I do have a bone to pick with her though. I, yeah. Does she use the same mason jar every day? I feel like she might. <laughs> because it's the only one she ever pulls out of her cupboard. I know. Or she just does the dishes a lot. I'm not quite sure. Girl, <laughs> you have a whole... There's so many to choose from. Anyway, you were gonna, you had, you had, said one, and then I, I interrupted you. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, one, they are very aesthetically pleasing videos. Yes. Um, and I just think, you know, she kind of got like a lot of flack for a little bit because her life looks to be kind of a like lavish but there's stuff that she's been through um, and she's tried to find the pockets of peace in every day you know mm-hmm. and I just have loved seeing that um, because it inspired me to try to think that way every day too like just like we were just talking it just yes gotta gotta find those things somehow <laughs> gotta make the lemonade out of the, the the weirdest or sourest of lemons you can be dealt yeah so yeah uh, Excellent. And I also wanted to touch on something you said earlier about when you had therapy and you stopped. Mm-hmm. I think some people would might take that be like, well, yeah, she got out of it. Well, you're what well, she got out of it, but why did she keep going? I think it's good that you recognized I went to try this to do this for a reason. And you had yeah. a specific thing that you were going in there for uh, that you were aware of, and you got the help you needed. And you recognize that it was, that the transaction was done. Like you ended it. And I think that's a good thing to realize. Um, not that I'm saying people should like stop therapy, but. No, it's like, personal. You yeah. Know? And to recognize when something is over and that's, that's okay. That's right. fine. You so have I think to that's, be able that's oh, good. Sorry. No, you're <laughs> please. I've been talking too much. I need to let no, you talk. You're good. I think you have to be able to at least give yourself some recognition and celebrate when you do actually move through things you're going through, you know, like you get to exactly. the other side. And I think that's what it was for me. Like I realized, okay, we got this. And now I can talk about it a little bit more openly without crying every time, you know? Like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. <what's> important. <laughs> and you're recognizing the success and the things that you work through and have brought to the other side of it. So yeah, I think that's great. The, the end is never, it's not, not a bad thing. It's ending no. that it's not a bad thing. So yeah, that's great. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that of with course. us. I love that. Um, so now we're going to switch gears to a funny question. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. <laughs> I have the cannonball of the week. This is the um, hot take or hot opinion question that we ask every guest. And they're okay. all curated for the guest. So I can't wait to hear your answer for this one. Oh, God. <laughs> so we're in the holiday season. Uh-huh. It's the holiday season. Yeah. What so, do you do? Yeah. And Dickory Doc, you know what I'm saying? 
My question for you, Dana, what, in your opinion, is the most overrated Christmas movie ever? Oh, gosh. Overrated. I feel like, uh, well, overrated. And remember, this is your opinion. Doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Yeah. I just love Christmas so much that it's really hard. To I know, same. <laughs> I so love the most cheesy say. stuff. I love the cheesiest yeah. movies and songs. And Yeah. I would say people uh, I have... The, there's the new miracle on 34th street and by new i mean like the, the 1994 we just watched it <laughs> yes um and then there's the old version and i feel like anytime you bring up the version with matilda i can't remember her real name um <laughs> people are like well the old version is much better i do not agree and i feel like it's overrated i really love the newer one and I have grown up with that and I love that Santa so much oh he's um, and just written, oh he's so great yes from Jurassic yes. Park oh I, hands mm -hmm. down yeah yeah so people need to calm down okay <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here folks Dana said you need to calm down so y'all better calm your Christmas yes. butts down Please um, do. <laughs> I would agree with you we I just watched the new one the mm -hmm new I was three years old when that movie came out yeah. um and I don't think I've seen the original all the way through I just remember it's black mm -hmm. and white and I remember the ending when they're in the courtroom mm -hmm. um but the newer version has Dylan McDermott in it so yes it, it automatically wins uh, uh -huh. in my book he's been a lot of movies that I've been watching lately um but that's just a side what a stud yeah, yeah. I know I hear you he's it's fine <laughs> he's um, classy I, I'm also going to bridge this to say, what's the most overrated Christmas song, in your opinion? I have a lot of feelings about Baby It's Cold Outside. Well, yeah. And I, so I almost I asked you <laughs> what your thoughts were. That I thought that was going to be the cannonball of the week. And I was like, yeah. Mm. But oh. you brought it up, so go for it. <laughs> Here we are. So I know that this is like a super feminist issue. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. But I just feel like, and I tweeted this a, a few weeks ago, I think. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, especially the Zoe De Chanel version of the song, um, but the where, where, why am I not saying it right? <laughs> what are you doing New Year's Eve is a uh -huh. classier version of this type of song and does not get the love that it deserves. Okay. Um, but Baby It's Cold Outside is a little creepy, like a lot creepy. And it just makes me uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> the only about it. The only version of that song that I will accept is the Glee version with Darren Chris and yes. Chris Colfer. That's the only version of it I will accept. I agree. That was also super classy. That whole that whole scene. I love it. Yes. Um, I could watch that all the time. But oh. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It is yeah. Uh, I mean, when you listen to the lyrics, when you're at first you're kind of like, oh, this is a bop. And then yeah. you're going through and you're like, Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Cringe. Huh? <laughs> okay. Um, just yes. let her go, bro. She's like, wants to go into her family. I know. Like, um, in my mind, I picture the door just being, like, locked and him standing there and I can't deal. So, like, a, it's uh, about to be, like, a murder uh, movie, yes. like, scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. That and could also, be a great intro to, like, a holiday American horror story. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, hear me out. I know you yeah. listen to this podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. We'll take our, our checks via uh, mail, please. Uh -huh. um, but I also want to know why didn't she come to his house with a jacket? If it was that cold outside and she needs his, where's her jacket? I Plot feel holes. like maybe that's something us women weren't always the best at you know like we go to the movie theater we say we don't need a jacket and men will ride that argument uh to the it's sunset. another feminist trap <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you heard it here first this is the podcast of cannonballs just <laughs> that's what we're here for people yep you heard it here guys we're talking about the real issues here um, um <laughs> i can only imagine myself editing this tomorrow just being like oh, oh yeah. my god <laughs> um what were well we thank on? you dana for answering those uh well for giving yeah. your opinions on the cannonball questions of the week burr, 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 if melanie <laughs> um 
So now I have some pool peep questions. I have some really great okay. ones that were written in. Uh, All right. So to kick it off, I'm going to ask one that I'm curious about. <laughs> oh, boy. It's my podcast. I'm um, nervous. Who, in your opinion, uh-huh. has the best free bread at their restaurant? Oh, goodness. I know. This one's a, this one's, I'm ready. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So I think I would, well, hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be kind of tied between Texas Roadhouse and uh, Outback. Outback probably, came up a lot. Yeah, he, it's not my favorite, but I, I think I'm like kind of over all of Garden Breadsticks. Ooh, I know that's kind of touchy, but I think they Cannibal. just, yeah, watch out. <laughs> um, I just don't think I, I don't know. They just aren't, they don't have the same. They hit different. Yeah. And, and not a good way. Yeah, not in a good way. Yeah. Uh, the microwave fashion, I feel. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's like microwave at. bread. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Um, so, I, well, I guess probably the winner would be Texas Roadhouse. We'll just we'll okay. just go for it. Yeah. Love What's that yours? box of bread they give you with the family feast. Yes, um, the best. My favorite is the Cheesecake Factory free bread. Oh, see, I've never been there. <laughs> well, guys, this podcast is over. Dana and I are going to Cheesecake Factory. They've got the peppermint bark cheesecake right now. So we out. Bye. (laughs) No, but they give you the white. They have just a regular French bread. And then they have this brown bread. When you look at it, you're like, "Mm, sis, Mm. I don't know about that. Um, Because it's got um, oats on top of it on the crust. Which I kind of look at like, "Mm, I'm good with my French bread. But then you tear into it. It's warm, gooey. You put some butter on it. It's got like 500 calories in one bite. That's pretty good. Oh, the best bread and they'll just keep bringing yeah. it they'll just keep bringing really it. see yeah. that's that's the best one they're not like ch- too cheap to bring you more oh, you know that's girl you best be bringing that bread yeah. hot okay <laughs> yes um my second runner-up um i didn't even think about texas roadhouse which is a shame on me um uh, red lobster cheddar bay biscuits oh i mean yeah they're pretty good i actually know someone who made cheddar bay biscuit stuffing for thanksgiving this year i would have never thought of that what am i doing <laughs> i don't know why did i didn't do it either <laughs> i don't know what that says but i think that's a great idea i wish i had thought of it okay well that's a whole next other level. level yeah 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 <laughs> what did you do for thanksgiving i don't think did, were you working uh, i was i closed yeah i closed that night okay. um we did ours on a different day it was gotcha. magical. It was fine. <laughs> was it just the local Kairos or did you see yes. your parents? No, um, no. Cooper spent Thanksgiving with my parents and uh, we had our own little turkey day here. So. Oh, that's so nice. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Fun, fun, fun. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. My dad, John Johnson, a uh, recent mm-hmm. employee of uh, Trinity Lutheran Church with your husband, Trevor. <laughs> He wants to hear the story of how you and Trevor met and started dating. Oh gosh, that's actually which I don't know uh, either. So I'm I'm excited. <laughs> kind of scandalous, so I need to be careful on how I talk about it. But um, <laughs> cannonball, so, right? so Trevor is like a magnet for the craziest guest situations, right? I've heard. So, <laughs> yes. So we were both uh, working. He was a CP at. Space Mountain and I was part-time um so we were working one night and something crazy happened to him that I won't go into detail about I will uh-huh. at another time <laughs> it happened <laughs> on the second podcast the... guys we'll yes. get into the scandalous story <laughs> super secret episode <laughs> yeah um so something ridiculous had happened and as you know there's like ride phones so it, everyone knew within five seconds <laughs> of course yep so we all kind of like rallied behind him and tried to like get justice for Trevor because it was ridiculous. Um, and through that, like we started talking and uh, I remember I was like the one who said something first and I was like, I'm just going to tell him, I'm going to tell him that I like him, <laughs> which is not something that I do. I was going to say, who are you? And where's no. the I know. Yeah. But honestly, before I even met him, I saw him, this is so stupid, but I saw him walk into the break room, like during my training. And I was like, 
I'm gonna marry him (laughs) and I just knew I don't know what it was so like it was very easy for me to talk to him which was never a thing for me I was always very nervous yeah um and then I just went for it and it was of course it was over instant messenger so whatever that's another thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was still a thing (laughs) why would I do it in person yeah um but I did you're millennial after all yeah of course so it's of course you press send and you like cringe for 20 seconds you throw your phone across the room and you're like well not gonna look at that till the tomorrow (laughs) yes never happened yeah um but yeah but then we like it was it worked out um and uh, we started dating and he had to move home after his college program um so we did like long distance for a little while wow Um, okay and we broke up for a little bit because I couldn't handle long distance and it was too like sad, too sad for me. Um, yeah. So he ended up moving down here and we moved in together as friends and that didn't last very long. So. <laughs> Good so, thought. Uh, yeah. So Good we started idea. dating again. Uh, yeah. Um, and we were dating for a while and then we got engaged and, and married and, and family and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, how Crazy sweet. Times. Yeah. Bringing me back, Megan. That's thanks, so John sweet. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Johnny J. Um, he also wanted me to ask you, and I know you're probably going to roll your eyes at this, um, but I'll ask it in a funnier way. Uh, okay. Not that my dad's not hilarious, but um, how does it feel to be from the same town as our president-elect, Joe Biden? <laughs> no, I wouldn't Grand roll Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, it's pretty funny. Like, when he was no when he was um I think it was when Obama was running or he was either running or he was already president I don't know if I I don't remember when this happened was that when when did he win the first election eight was the first okay term yeah yes interesting Mm -hmm. okay so maybe it was while he was like still running then like during his campaign, he had come there like Obama and Biden um, eh, for some reason. And I was in high school and um, all of like my my friends in my art class ran out of school down to the diner right down the street because they were there and they were so nice to them. Ah! All of these kids ditched school. <laughs> I was. Asked Joe and and Barack for a note to excuse them <laughs> and get them back into class, um, and it wasn't. It definitely wasn't accepted, and they got in a lot of trouble. But still, they wrote it, and it was so nice. <laughs> what an iconic story! If you were one of those kids, man, yeah. be like, yeah, I sit school to see Barack yeah. and Joe at the diner, right? <laughs> and they were super cool. Yeah, ah! so I think he's a cool guy, you know. Um, but that's that's yeah. <laughs> It's yeah fine. um notable town for obviously the office and for uh yeah. joe biden and for the yeah. for dana cairo now um i mean yeah sure <laughs> that's awesome what a good story cool story yeah. um let's see robert asked a really uh great question um okay how was it working with me? <laughs> me, Megan, oh. <laughs> not him. But you can also answer, how was it working with I was Robert? say two different answers. No. <laughs> working with Megan. Let's see. Working with Megan Johnson. How do you describe a dream? Um, let me think. <laughs> no, I'm going to start blushing. <laughs> I should have asked um, this question. Oh my gosh, of course you should have. It was amazing. And honestly, like, every day that I don't I don't want to like make it sad but every day that I don't work with you and every day I know that you're working with someone else breaks my heart and I just, I'm hoping at some point in the future that that can be uh fixed but yes it it was absolutely amazing and I looked forward especially if it was a night with you and Robert and myself that was the mecca yeah. yes best day so uh, the dream is the answer. <laughs> yes. That's so sweet. Thank you, Dana. Uh, of course. This, of I already course. said this, but I feel the same exact way about when I'd work with you. I just knew it was going to be a good night, even if I was just yelled at consistently by guests or if I it's missed fine. a ride or something. <laughs> Dana's there, so I'm cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so, you're so kind. Love that. Oh I'm glad we were brought together through Disney. 
too. Um, let's see. Jeff Reisdorf, who is the uh -huh. next guest on the podcast, <laughs> he asked an interesting question that I think is an inside joke. So I'm excited to hear the response. Uh -huh. Jeff asked, what is her favorite food to share with others? And why isn't it pizza? Uh, so that's a great question you asked, Megan. And I've been trying to decide how to answer that uh, since he asked it, really. Oh, <laughs> it is definitely an inside joke, but like in the worst way ever. Oh, no. Um, he had, he and others had been under the impression, as they should have been, that pizza was going to be at a meeting. And pizza was not at a meeting that they showed up to. And um, and it wasn't by my choice. <laughs> but was course, I at this meeting? No, because you got pizza. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yep, I know what you're my talking face about now. Is so red right now, and I can't. Talk Thank you, about Jeff. It. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. So, Dana, um, now that you have this information that Jeff is the next guest, you can really kind yeah. of jab it to him with his question that he has to answer next week so you can yeah. make it like really difficult or mm -hmm. you know so do with that information what you will but for sure for sure um wow thanks jeff for bringing that up yeah um, what a guy love him <laughs> so much <laughs> um my friend colleen from last week's episode asked if you could go to one disney park for the rest of your life which park would it be disneyland hands down my yeah. queen yeah <laughs> she shares the same affinity for disneyland colleen also really loves disneyland um, yeah but yes why would you pick disneyland i it's know just, why but it's my happy place like i've thought a, a thousand times about moving out there to work there and transfer but i don't think i could do it because i i grew up coming to walt disney world and all that it, it entails and i love it dearly and i love that it's my work home mm -hmm. but i could not work there and i just love the feeling that you get you can like uh, adore as dorky as it sounds you can literally like feel the walt in the place you know that's not dorky that's real that's yeah there yeah yes yeah it's just great and uh nothing really beats it for me so disneyland all day every yeah. day and you've only been to world and land right I have, yeah. So I don't yeah. have much else to compare, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, we are supposed to be at Disneyland Paris in March. Oh, yes, I know. And then the virus was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And Disneyland Paris closed the day after we left Europe. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's comical now to like look back on that and be like, well, we'll probably be able to go to Paris. <laughs> Beach, you ain't going nowhere. You going home? <laughs> oh, the worst. The Yikes. worst. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're hoping to get. I would love to visit all the parks, um, yeah. but definitely yeah. Disneyland Paris is like, she's within reach. Yeah, right now yeah. out of all the, the other yeah. ones. Um, but Disneyland, the food. Oh is yes, yes. Superior oh, to here. Oh goodness. And I just and even even like you have two things in one food and fantastic people watching locations from those food locations oh the people <laughs> watching cannot be beat at disneyland no mm -mm, no y'all probably think i'm crazy or we're crazy that are listening to this and haven't been to disneyland but no. if you have been you know what we're talking about <laughs> that's right and yeah. It, yeah it's just plus it's california i just love california yeah. i did Same. a two-week bus tour from that started in portland oregon um, and nice. traveled all the way down through to San Francisco, San Francisco, California. Yeah. And I was a senior in high school with my church that I was going to. Mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with the landscape, how you have so many different types of landscape within one state. And I didn't even visit, visit the whole place. Yeah. It's beautiful. Of it. um, mm -hmm. But Disneyland is just, nothing yeah. beats it. Nothing. No. Zero. Exactly. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> superior um <sighs> excellent trisha asked uh from minivan she asked what has been your favorite position while working for disney and i know that's going to be a tough one um so you could say like favorites plural or you could say a couple like favorite things about different positions you've worked or whatever comes to your brain however you want to answer yeah. that i think i probably have to break it down a little but i think probably as well not probably as a leader in that role minivan absolutely 
a thousand out of a thousand. Yes. Good answer. Time. Good answer. <laughs> yes. Um, nothing will ever be like that ever. Mm -hmm. um, so just the people, amazing. Um, I think as a coordinator, I would have been probably tied between like the Adventureland attractions. And I just loved every minute of that. Um, yeah. especially pirates. Um, and then I think it, as like a rotational cast member, <laughs> um, I would be like tied between the Tiki room, waking Ooh. up Jose, because it was so fun. Yeah. Um, and the, the Jungle Cruise, which is actually like a very surprising thing for me personally, because I never, I saved it for last, you know, I didn't think I could do it. I was really scared. Uh -huh. um, but I would do what they'd call like a marathon and you just stay on the boat for as many times as they needed you to. Wow. And I'd stay there all day, you know? Oh, so it's fun. That's yeah. so fun. It's funny to the Tiki Room um, because I think once you're kind of in attractions and you've worked, like Pirates is a is a big top ride for a lot of people. It's usually pretty yeah. um, And then Jungle Cruise, obviously. And then you have the Tiki Room, which it's kind of like how I felt about Universe of Energy. It was a vacation. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Yes. I could just sit there and press a button every 37 minutes. Uh-huh. Living my life in my air conditioned unit. Like, mm -hmm. so I, I think you have the same vibe with the Tiki Room. Where you're just like, I think so. I'm just so glad to just like chill for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that makes so, sense. There's a lot of like good chill vibes over there, you know? Yes. Just yeah. Good vibes. It in. Yep. Um, we just did the, speaking of Tiki Room, my mom and I just did the Disneyland Tiki Room in February oh. for the first time ever. We had never done the Tiki Room there. And yeah, it's superior. I mean, it's the same exact thing, but it's just better over there. So let me ask you, if you didn't have him, you probably wouldn't, the cast member might not be as memorable, which I don't mean it in a mean way, but did you happen to have like Tiki Maynard in your, uh, he's a very, if, if not, you need to look him up on the YouTube. Oh. Um, he's, in he's intense, but it's really funny. <laughs> oh, I will be looking that up because it was not him. We had this young guy. He was, Oh yeah. he didn't love the Tiki room. I'll just put it that way. That's devastating. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, my dad loves the Tiki Room. He loves oh, the uh, nostalgic kind of. Um, yeah. Was Tiki Room an opening day attraction? Was it there? It when... was under the Tropical Serenade name. Yes. Got yes. it. Okay. Um, but my dad remembers it from when it was um, first around from his Yeah. Childhood, so he likes That's it from awesome. the nostalgia aspect. Um, I knew I liked him. He's pretty cool. My dad. He died. Um, my friend Sean asked a funny question. Uh, mm -hmm. If they made a Mickey van service, would the shorts go on the bottom half of the van or the back half of the van? And this is a very important question, I think. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I know. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I think they would go on the bottom of the van because the tires would be the legs <laughs> and the arms. That's the way I think. Well, they'd be the legs because they wouldn't be the arms. Oh, this is very, it's a tough, I, I'd say the bottom. <laughs> it's kind of like when you draw a dog and you're like, where do I put the legs? Do I put them all four yes. on one side or do I try to like do some uh, 3D action and put the legs like shorter on one side, you know? So. It really is awkward um yes because it's just long you, pants yes yes I it's that's a hard one but I think yeah. the, I think the bottom not the back <laughs> my instinct says the back because the trunk is there like trunk like that's your true butt. Yeah. but it makes more sense to have the tires because then they're already black like yeah the black Mickey wait no he wears red right yeah what am I thinking red I yeah. don't know <laughs> this question has Confused too many layers us, too many layers it's the bottom of the mickey van the end Ta -da. Perfect. <laughs> um and then my mom she asked a question this will be the last oh. one from the pool peeps okay when did you start working for disney uh 2009 i was a little cp baby Aww. <laughs> yes and what yes. was your first attraction you worked at um so the first attraction I worked was Space Mountain. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Breakdown Mountain, as it was nicknamed. Breakdown Mountain, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we you, that. where did you go after that? Where did you move? What What happened after that? So I went. So I started like as a lifeguard in my CP, 
Space Mountain was next. And then I went to Adventureland Liberty Square after that. So I was oh, okay. full time when I went over there. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So it's been <laughs> 10 years in total. Is that correct? With your season? Yeah, unofficially. Yeah. <laughs> right. The slave yeah. labor doesn't count, apparently. Apparently, yes. <laughs> That's so fun. Oh, yeah. you've had a lot of different hats. At Disney, yeah. we're able to move up to be a leader now with parking. That's where you are right now. Yeah. Parking team. So that's fun. A new experience for you. Yeah. So great. Thanks for answering all those pool peep questions. Of course. Anything for the pool peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that name? Is that a good nickname? I think it's a great name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's catchy. Um, and now the final part of this is to answer the question from the last guest, which was Colleen. And mm -hmm. she asked... What is your opinion on sleeping with pants or wearing pants to sleep in? <laughs> wearing pants to sleep in. Um, awkward to answer this question, I feel. Um, but <laughs> I, I feel like no pants. I feel like I'm more of like a nightgown type of person or like okay. a, something like that, like big t-shirt kind of person. Um, but yeah, I forget. What did she say? Did she like pants? She said she will sleep in sweatpants. It doesn't bother her, but her fiance, yeah. Jonathan, cannot. No. And I cannot sleep with, like, long pants on. <laughs> I sleep with running shorts on. Um, okay. Yeah. So I can't, I can't have, I can't even have socks on in when I'm no. covers. No I need to be cold. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This, this weather right now that we're, we're having, where yeah. it's cool peeps that live in other areas other than Florida, it's a high of 54 or something today so we're all like mm -hmm. should I turn my heat on yeah um, but yeah this weather I even still turn my ceiling fan on at night even though it's like 40 Same. degrees outside <laughs> yeah no I, I need the chill <laughs> yes and it makes yes. sleeping a lot better so it does yes so what question would you like to torture Jeff with next week as your personalized question for him you know I would say Jeff why so concerned with pizza if all you had to do every day was draw and leave porgs around everywhere you know what I mean like there's an <laughs> obsession with porgs and I feel like if there wasn't so many porgs we might have had room for pizza I don't know but um I think no truly <laughs> um I think hmm I do want to ask like a, a genuine question let's see mm -hmm. um do, 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 do. he just had his wedding anniversary right yes mm -hmm. so I would say um over the course of their time together what has been their like his favorite moment of marriage you know because I think that's a super non-Jeff question and I want to make him uncomfortable but I want to know yes. you know love so, that yeah. I cannot wait to make Jeff uncomfortable I already yeah. know it's going to happen so I'm just so like, happy wait for it. um what would what would your answer to that question be um, goodness, I feel like just you don't always see every part of a person, even like, even though you think you know them so well, you know, you get to know them more and more every year. And they surprise you, you know, like, sometimes mm -hmm. there's just things that they will do that you would never think they would. Um, and I think that happens with like, when you're going through stuff, sometimes, especially, um, and how you go about taking care of the other person. And I think that's what I've really loved about both of us is that we've tried to work through those things as best as we can um, and help each other get through them. So nothing specific, but that would be, yeah. It, I think. yeah. What a good way to end this episode. That was a great positive note. <laughs> so I love wholesome. that. <laughs> yes, very wholesome. Aw. Well, I'm really sad that this is over. Um, Me too. So going to have to bring you back sometime uh, <laughs> to do this again. But I just want to thank you for coming on this podcast. I'm really excited to have you as a guest. Several other people are very excited to hear this episode. Um, uh, so thank you. And thank you for being the best leader that I've ever had in my yeah. Disney career. We actually, just to make you blush some more, um, <laughs> during training last week with my job, yeah they said to think of a leader that you want to embody or that uh, that you want some character traits to that you want to use as you start this job and you yeah. were the first person that came to my brain and oh, other people said brain. like Barack Obama <laughs> and I'm like Dana Cardo oh <laughs> so oh, we all had to share our leader and I was like well you guys don't know her but 
y'all should. Uh, oh. And I sent my leader, Dana, and they all were like, oh, that's so sweet. That it's so like, it's so characterized to me. It's not too global. Like obviously right. those leaders are wonderful, but yeah, of course. But yeah, I said that because you are truly someone that I want to take what you have taught me in like directly, but also indirectly um, from watching you. And I feel like you've been the most accessible leader. Like you've really come up the ranks from CP to part-time, full-time trainer, coordinator, leader now. Yeah. Um, so you're someone that I, I unintentionally have had the same Disney career as you-ish. Yeah. Um, not the leader part, obviously. Uh, maybe eventually one day that will happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would. <laughs> but it's just nice to have someone that's shared a similar journey. Yeah. As me to look to and say, well, this is possible. So oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, so of course. Sweet. I've learned so much from you too. I just want you to know that. And honestly, like I think I've you've taught me more than I have taught you, if anything, really. So oh. thank you. Thank well, you. And thanks for having me on here yes. to talk with you. It's always yes. nice to like have adult talk. <laughs> yes. Instead yes. of toddler talk with Cooper. Yes. Um, another podcast coming soon. Toddler talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yes, just thank you for your support over the last few years that I've known you for this, for me, for my podcast, for everything. And I can't wait to have you on again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm not afraid of